Welcome to the Well-Balanced 360 Podcast, where we dive into the latest and best tips on medicine and spirituality to help you master your health and overcome your fears so that you can feel your absolute best. I'm your host, Dr. Shivani, a licensed medical doctor, a yoga nerd, and a wellness enthusiast. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to be here. Now let's dive in. On this episode, I wanted to share with you guys my top five tips to help you feel calm and more relaxed during chaotic times, especially when you're feeling anxious or feeling sad. Welcome to my first solo mini episode on mental health. I thought how appropriate since this is the month of mental health awareness that I would do my first solo episode on a topic that is so near and dear to my heart, especially after this year. According to the National Institute of Mental Health in 2019, there were an estimated 51.5 million adults in the United States alone with some form of mental illness. That prevalence was higher in females versus males. And the age group between 18 and 25 tend to have the most in that year mental health disorders and illnesses. And then according to the CDC in June of 2020, this past year, approximately 40% of US adults reported struggling with some form of mental health or substance abuse disorder. And now substance abuse or mental health illness slash disorder can be categorized in many different subcategories. These include mood disorders, which include depression and bipolar, anxiety disorders, personality, psychotic disorders, eating disorders, trauma, as well as substance abuse. This past year alone, the FDA also, around the same time that the CDC reported 40% of adults struggling with some form of mental disorders, The FDA also added Zoloft, a popular antidepressant slash anti-anxiety medication to its list of back orders and a shortage list because of COVID-19 wrecking havoc on so many people's lives and causing anxiety and trauma, which is so, so sad. I personally had two very triggering encounters these past few months involving racism, which really threw me into a trauma loop, and rightfully so. I remember in these particular instances, my body went straight into fight or flight mode, and my autonomic nervous system became extremely unbalanced. I was shaking, and I went straight into fear, and I started projecting all these things and stories of what could happen or what had happened, not only onto myself, but people that I was really close to. Luckily, with my awareness of what was actually going on in my body and my nervous system, I knew in those encounters that with time and patience, I would be able to move forward from the trauma I was experiencing. Unfortunately, for many people, a triggering experience can end up leading to what will eventually be diagnosed as post-traumatic stress disorder, and they don't even realize it. That's because the subconscious mind stores these triggering memories and stressful experiences. And later, when they encounter similar experiences, that particular person may shut down 
and they won't even know why. Well, this is why I felt, given that May was Mental Health Awareness Month, that it was so important to give some of my tips on how I combat anxiety, triggering events, or feelings of sadness. Tip number one, movement. Movement is so important to help shift energy. I know sometimes when I'm feeling triggered, it's really hard for me to move. And it's natural for the body to be reactive and freeze. But obviously, you know that it's way more beneficial to just put on some running shoes, get that blood pumping and get those happy hormones up. And the first thing I do when I'm triggered in those situations is I just stand up, open up my chest, take a deep breath and expand my belly. The reason I do this is because it signals to the body when you stand up and take a deep breath that you're really not threatened and in any real danger. We tend to hold a lot of stress in our upper portions of our bodies, in our shoulders, and we tend to hunch over and defend and block our heart. And so just by standing up and opening up that chest area, you're able to shift and move some of that anxiety and some of that lower vibrational energy. After I do that and take a deep breath, I do any form of movement to further shift that energy, whether that be running for 10 minutes really fast or jumping on a trampoline to get my lymphatic system moving. Anything that just gets the energy moving and your blood pumping is good. And bonus points for doing it outside because nature, as we all know, definitely improves immunity and boosts your mood. Tip number two, breathwork and meditation. Anytime you do any sort of deep breathing, you stimulate the vagus nerve and calm your nervous system so it doesn't feel it's in any form of danger or real threat, like I had just explained. There are different types of breathwork that you can Google or look up on YouTube that work really well. There's the box method breathing, alternating through your nose, your nostrils, another form of breathing. There's buteco. There's many, many different forms and they all work really great. Just pick one that works well for you. And meditation is obviously very calming to the system and your mind. For me, I like chanting mantras as it allows me to use my throat chakra and be in the present moment so I'm not fearing what happened or over worrying from what happened in the past or what could happen in the future. And I'm just very present. There are many different forms of meditation as well. Cooking is a form of meditation. Taking a nature walk is a form of meditation. Anything that keeps you in the present moment so you're not having overwhelming thoughts and also causing your body to be stimulated activating that sympathetic part of your autonomic nervous system, which isn't good. Tip number three is being creative and playful. By being creative, you're using your mind to focus on something positive and turning it away from negative thinking and obsessive worries. And this can look like anything from painting, drawing, cooking, music. Music is very healing in and of itself playing with animals. If you have a pet, that can be very soothing and calming to the mind. 
those are just some ways of being creative and playful. Creativity helps us to express ourselves, our feelings, and our frustrations. Expressing creativity allows you and I to process what we are feeling in a way that is less overwhelming and more digestible to your system. Tip number four is food. We all know that food is medicine and it's something that our body needs, obviously on a daily basis to survive. We should be avoiding processed foods, sugar, alcohol, and caffeine as much as possible, especially if we tend to have panic attacks, stress, and anxiety as it can wreak havoc, not only on our hormones, but our nervous system in total. And we should be eating more leafy green vegetables, fresh fruits, herbs, and plants as much as possible to help rejuvenate the brain, fight inflammation, and heal your gut. Lately, I have been incorporating two to three apples per day, along with wild fruits such as blueberries and lemons and oranges and bananas, lots of fruits fresh lemon water to really just clean out my system. And it's been helping. There's a big stigma around eating lots of fruits, but I always say clean eating for me is eating kind of like what our ancestors ate back in the day. And that was a lot of fresh vegetables and fruits because they were readily available. And what is that saying? An apple a day keeps the doctor away. Well, that definitely holds true. But I also believe two to three apples per day, keep the therapist away. That's a new joke I have because it definitely works. Apples are anti-inflammatory. They are rich in antioxidants, which help with aging. Same thing with wild blueberries. They do really well with that. And I'm only kidding. I'm a huge believer in therapy, especially to help support your spiritual, emotional, and mental needs. So I was only kidding on that, guys. And I wanted to share with you some other herbs and adaptogens and plants that I feel are very beneficial if you're feeling anxious or stressed out. The first one being one that you guys have probably heard a lot about, which is ashwagandha. It's an adaptogen from India. They've been using it for many centuries to help alleviate stress and anxious feelings. And it works very, very well. Lemon balm, passion flower. And lavender are other herbs and plants that I absolutely love in tea form to help when you're feeling very anxious and stressed out. There's good old turmeric that is extremely anti-inflammatory and helps fight off bacteria and viruses as well. There's been many studies that have shown that having at least a thousand milligrams of turmeric daily has been shown to help alleviate symptoms of depression and anxiety, which is amazing. And then there's a mineral that a lot of us are deficient in, which is magnesium. Magnesium glycinate works very well for people that have trouble sleeping as well as help combating stress. Sometimes when I'm traveling and I'm jet lagged, I tend to take at least 300 milligrams of that per night to help me sleep. And it works very, very well. So that's another one you can look into. And then there is an amino acid in supplemental form, NAC, which stands for N-acetylcysteine, which is a supplemental form of the amino acid cysteine. And it's been shown to help with depressive symptoms. The recommended dose for that one is 2000 milligrams. 
And last but not least, another one of my favorites is vitamin D, which is actually a hormone. And it appears to be crucial for both physical and emotional health. And that's one that I would recommend that you definitely check in with your doctor because a lot of us tend to be deficient in that one. So do the blood work and check that and everything else with your doctor prior to taking any of these supplements. You always want to check in with your doctor to see exactly what would work for your body as we all have a different makeup. Tip number five would be to keep a journal. I have a gratitude journal and a journal of experiences that have gone really well in my life. And this helps to keep my thoughts organized and show my brain whenever I'm going through periods of stress or emotional distress that there are things to be extremely grateful for always and that things have gone really well for me in the past and they can in the future. It just gives your mind something to see that will help create pathways in your brain for future positive experiences. Because when your brain is able to see something and believe something, it knows that it exists so it can create more of that in the future. So to recap, my five tips to help when you're feeling anxious or triggered or depressed are, number one, movement slash exercise. Number two, breath work and meditation. Number three, being creative, incorporating more play into your life. Number four, eating all the right foods, adding the right supplements according to your particular body type. And number five, having a journal of all your positive experiences so you can continue to create more positivity and just feel happier and more joyful overall. That's it, guys, for the short mini episode. I hope you found all these tips to be helpful. And I just wanted you guys to know that you can heal your body and mind and you deserve to experience a peaceful, fulfilling life filled with vitality and joy and love and compassion. Thank you so much, guys. I will catch you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Well Balanced 360 podcast. I'm truly grateful for all of you and excited to have you join me on this health and wellness journey. Please be sure to stay connected with me over at drshivaniamin.com or any of my social media platforms. If you found this episode to be helpful, I would truly appreciate it if you would also hit that subscribe button and make sure to tell all your friends so you don't miss any future episodes. I'll catch you next week.